Hello and welcome to Context Needed. This is the second episode and I've just realised uh, we are, as usual, very unprofessional because a clock was over Ollie's face. <laughs> oh. Although we do have What's a nice... Me? Clock face! <laughs> we do have a nice new overlay courtesy of Ollie. We also have a new email which we'll talk about near the end. But I'm Kyle as usual with Ryan and Ollie. Do you want to say hello guys? Hello. Hello. So Ollie messaged us literally what <laughs> yesterday, last night, and said he wanted to open the open the stream and podcast with a story about Jim. Do you want to go with that one? This morning, yeah. Okay, I will preface this by saying Jim isn't this guy's name. Um, it's about a guy I worked with a few years ago, and funnily enough, I do work with a guy who is actually called Jim. So Jim, if you're watching this, I'm not talking about you, but you'll know exactly who I'm. So. <laughs> I can't remember exactly when it was, but I would say probably about two or three years ago, we really needed another fabricator, and we kind of uh, put the feelers out for a new, you know, a new guy. And this guy stepped up. We'll call Jim. Now, Jim spoke with the worst, clearly fake American accent. Oh God! Now. <laughs> As it happened, um, I mean, this he said that he had a degree in aerospace engineering, which, if it's true, I'm never going on a plane again, just <laughs> for the fact that he may, he may have touched a plane. And I, I don't want to go anywhere near any machine that that guy has touched. <laughs> why, is but, this uh, why is this bolt so rattling? Is <laughs> <laughs> it meant to be spent there? <laughs> so... Yes, yeah, so Jim came to us, and he was very, he was, the first thing that became abundantly obvious was that he was cripplingly incompetent at his job. He, he just couldn't do the job at all. I was an apprentice of only about a year or two at the time, so, you know, I wasn't exactly a, I, I wasn't hot shit at my job or anything, but we gave him a job. And it was something just like we had to make a little square plate with a hole in it and then just like make the, the one edge rather than like a square, like a semicircle. Mega basic job. Any, any basic person in this job should be able to do that. Uh, and he managed to drill the hole about 10 mil out of place. And when we kind of took it to him and said, you know, what happened here? He said, oh, well, that, that's just how pillar drills work. And it's like... No, that's, that's not what they do. They drill a hole where you push them down and the drill goes. That's how yeah. they work. I may not be a metal fabricator, but first... I know that they can be straight. <laughs> yeah. So that was our first red flag. The second red flag, um, he had this welding mask, and it's called a 3M speed glass. Now, this is a £450 welding mask. They are, up until maybe a year ago, they were unsurpassed in quality. They are just the holy grail of welding masks uh, and what's good about them is they have a nice big window for looking through at the front but then they also have like windows at the side like a nice panoramic view so they've got great light great view everything uh and jim had painted over his with what looked like just maybe model paint i don't really know oh and it's not like he'd got a cool design just colored it like block green, block red, block yellow. It looked like a kind of Harlequin, maybe kids' toy welding mask. It was the weirdest thing. So that was a bit weird. The second strange thing I saw of him was uh, he had some Crocs in his workbox. Now, 
I don't know about you guys, but the normal kind of safety footwear would be, you know, steel ta- co- toe cap boots. So yeah. why in his side box, the box literally just for taking when you got to work, he had Crocs? I really can, don't know. Can, can, I just, really can, I just, can I just like jump in here and just say that Crocs are actually one of the most versatile shoes on the market at the moment? Ryan, I mean, choose your you next words back. carefully. You've, you've got <laughs> leisure mode. You, you slap that strap to the front and you're in leisure mode so you can just slip them on, just scooch about the ass a bit. You flip those bad boys into the back. You're in sports mode, in work mode. Those things ain't coming off for shit. You're just gone. You. Oh, the only time this is bad. I will accept. The only time I'll accept the use of Crocs is if you're walking in like shallow waters on a beach, and you you, you kind of want to wear footwear, but you don't mind. You know, you want to feel the water. Well, that is the, the one there. situation. And even no, then, you look foot. like a bell end, but. <laughs> but it's tolerable. No, no, yeah. Be- barefoot or buy some slippers. I'm going to have to agree <laughs> to disagree. <laughs> I, I just, I just <laughs> okay. can't, I can't get behind your guys' anyway, points here. Anyway, back to the story. <laughs> so, yeah, back to the story. So, you know, at this point, we thought it was pretty weird and it very, it just, he kept making all these stupid mistakes and doing really dumb things and it very quickly became clear this guy could not do his job. He didn't have the qualifications he said he did. He's a fucking uh, idiot, and one basically. day, Basically, I went to a local motorbike dealer um, where a friend worked, and I was chatting to him. And I, for some reason, he came up. Um, he came up in conversation, and I said, "Oh yeah, we've got this new guy, Jim. He's he's really weird." Uh, and he said, "Jim," he said, "Like, does he look, uh, you know, brown hair about this high?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "He was in here the other day trying to get a job." And like, as soon as he started talking to me, he just started giving me his life story and telling me all this weird personal information about himself. And it's like, so that was, again, real weird. Oh, that's odd. He's like, he said, yeah, I actually know him. Because when I'd asked Jim where he's from because of his fascinating Californian accent, he naturally said he was from California. And I, I will say it wasn't a good Californian accent. It was like, hey, guys, I'm from America. Oh, God. That, honestly, <laughs> that level of not good American accent. So Why would you even say in California. That's the thing. It turns out uh, my friend at this motorbike dealer knew him because he was from the same area that he was. And uh, it turned out Jim was from the most exotic area of California, of uh, Newtown, Wales. we've lost him. Keep going, it'll come oh, back. He descended. He's, he's sure truly hit that woke point. <laughs> I have. I'm sorry, lads. I've been banished to the shadow realm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so oh, I think I got it back. I think uh, it just my phone locked. That was all. There we go. Okay. So um, so at this point things started looking a bit weird for Jim. The chronicle eyes didn't end there. There was another thing. I used to have my 1988 MR2, and uh, he saw it. Oh, it's a really cool car. I used to have one of those. Now, neither of you claim to be a massive car enthusiast at this point, correct? No. I, I like my cars, but I'm not on the level of like you or your brother or things like that. But I like them, but yeah. I'm not on that level. Okay. I'm the same as so, Kyle, definitely. Probably one of the most notable feature about the Toyota MR2, regardless of generation. Isn't isn't the first MR2 got that weird reverse axle that's just one that's put on backwards? Even less than that, it's the same across all MR2s. What's oh. like rear engine. a notable feature of it? Rear engine. Exactly. It's a car. Mid-engine. Oh, mid-engine, so, sorry. <laughs> Jim, but yeah, so you guys knew that, and you you wouldn't consider yourself car guys. This is a guy who claims to have owned this car. So uh, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, talking about it. 
So uh, he walked around to the front of the car and slapped the bonnet and said, show me the engine then. <laughs> now, all that you'd find under there, chaps, is the spare wheel. And someone that has owned this car would very much know that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I was kind of like, the engine's not in there. And there was kind of this pause. It clicked. It's like, oh, yeah, 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 to the back, isn't it? And it's just like... Oh. Just testing you, just testing you. Just testing you. Exactly. So Jim was just this chronic liar. I remember another day he wanted to make a uh, a rest for his welding torch. The welding torch, it's just like, imagine a gun-shaped thing with a big kind of hose coming out of the bottom. That's what it's like. And usually we'll just make a small hook about the size of an index finger on the edge of a bench, and you just flip it over. That's all all you do. Uh, But Jim opted to instead grab a piece of about one foot stainless steel bar about an inch and a half thick that's expensive stuff like solid stainless steel yeah that's not he, cheap. he just welded that bad and he welded that bad boy straight onto the edge of his bench to rest his uh in the middle of a walkway as well why he would you try. just do that just, just grab some expensive stock and said yeah, that's how i'm gonna hang my torture not even like some uh, scrap and that's all... <laughs> no just oh god and i think uh I think he's still in the area. I ha- After about a week, we kind of went out to what, and said... California? Yeah, he might. I thought he would have gone back to California. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Apparently, um, apparently, he did go missing, apparently. There was this whole ordeal where, like, his family was looking for him because like, without saying anything, I mean, he just kind of came back. Because his um, name's um, Danny now, and he lives in, uh, in Germany. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The concerning thing is, you weren't a million miles away from his actual name then. (laughs) So it's just like, uh... (laughs) Turns out he's actually from Los Angeles now, so... He's stuck in traffic somewhere. He's stuck in traffic in his front-engined MR2. That's it, yeah. That's the one that exists. He he moved the engine himself. Yeah. I mean, a front-engine MR2 is basically just an A86. (laughs) Yeah. But... So after about a week, we kind of went to him and said, look, dude, you, you can't do this job. Like, we're sorry, but if this just isn't working, you, you can't do the work. Like, but they had to give his jobs that he'd fucked up to me, the apprentice, to fix. <laughs> so so we, had, we had to say goodbye to dear Jim. Did, so did you, your work basically did the, uh, the, the, the politically correct version of Bar Felicia? Basically, yeah. Um, we did see him. Uh, there's a burger place in town that Tom. Please tell me he was of. working there. Uh, he was <laughs> he flipping burgers you. at the burger place. He was indeed. And uh, they, Tom even overheard him speaking. Strangely enough, his Californian accent had disappeared. <laughs> um, and I think he's still. I think he still works there. I'm, I'm not sure because I, I don't go there myself. But, I mean, I'm not. Uh, I'm not dissing people. I'm not dissing people that work flipping burgers or like that because I've been there. But when you sell yourself so high and you fuck up to that extent, thinking you're something you're not, you kind of deserve yeah. to go to that <laughs> kind of place. If that guy had a degree in aerospace engineering, like, Mate, his I don't know. Flips, maybe, his burger flips was on point. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, like, he's either the single most overqualified burger flipper, or the more obvious choice is he is talking total shit. But that is dearest Jim. Jesus Christ! But say, Kyle, I don't think it, I don't think it was much of a buy Felicia moment. It was more of a this bitch empty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Just look in his head. Yeah, in the it eye. Was. There's nothing in there, lads. There's really nothing. <laughs> 
Oh god. He was swiftly Fun- ejected from the premises. Fun- funnily <laughs> enough, like Yeet kind of links into the kind of incident I wanted to talk about. So they didn't get yeeted, okay. but they um they they fucked up. So we have a um a nest of birds right outside my back door. Uh we got a tree, a literally that like said yeeted. <laughs> like on the floor. I'm just so why they birds and yeeted. So <laughs> just, just 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 hear me out. So go with it, go with literally it. like four to five feet away from the front door, there's a tr- there's a tree with a nest in. Now these birds are really fucking dumb because they have. What, a, do you know what birds they are? Uh, they look like blackbirds. Um. Okay. So in our garden, we have our dog who likes to run around and chase things. In the neighbor's garden. They have a cat that is consistently chasing the birds, yet they built their nest right next to both of these creatures. So, I'm upstairs today, trying to rest because I'm feeling like utter shit, and then I just hear Becky, Kyle, Kyle, you, you need to come down, you need to come down. I'm like, why, what's up? One of the birds fell out the nest, and Lassie got it. So I just come out oh. and see this bird, this baby bird, just in the middle of the garden, in a very, very compromised uh, situation where the insides are no longer in. Oh, oh, it's so, common occurrence in my ass. Yeah, is. so, so I've, I've had to go. Becky's like, oh, but the bird, but the bird. And I literally went. That's called natural selection. That's normal. It fell out the fucking nest. Let's clean it up and get on with it. So I cleaned it up. <laughs> Put it, put it it's in the dead. bin. It's gone. It's gone. There's nothing we can do. Cleaned it up, put it in the bin, did what I could. But then later on, here, another fucking one has fell out of the nest and landed on our side of the garden. And my Jesus. dog is crying constantly, trying to get outside to get to this bloody bird. Turns, Becky's trying to get it to like get back up on the fence. It's it's grown enough to fly because it's got it's fully formed. It's nearly turning fully black as well, so it's fully formed. It's probably got the ability to fly. It just won't fucking fly. <laughs> <laughs> it gets to the point where I'm inside. My dog's going crazy because we can't even let her in the garden because we know she'll go kill it again or kill another one. And then Becky, all of a sudden, she's at the back door with a phone like. And this bird's just like jumped up onto our like <laughs> sofa that we've got. This new sofa just been built. It's looking nice all in the back garden, so we can chill out there. She's just filming this bird climbing all over the sofa, saying it's all nice and cute. I'm like, fair enough. Go sit back down. About five minutes later, she runs back in, runs back out with a jug of water, comes back in, just shat over the sofa. <laughs> That's nature, bitch. <laughs> so I just, I just wanted to kind of—it's like maybe that's karma for the the death, but it shot all over our sofa, basically. Oh, this is this is for my brother, you bastards. <laughs> You'll disrespect my family. I shit on your sofa. <laughs> it was just like, come on, man. <laughs> oh, damn it. Is it like an actual sofa, or is it like a, just like a wooden bench, or is it uh, like it's like one of those. Sofa? It's like one of those like wicker kind of sofa. It's like it's got a steel frame with the wicker all around it, kind of looking I thing. I see. Yeah. Uh, oh, at least it kind of when you hose it, it just kind of drips. Through yeah, yeah. She just rinsed it off, and it was fine. Um, well, let's let's move on to uh, what we what we want to do for the main subject matter today. So, obviously, I just recently okay. finally finished Mandalorian. That's why I was late to talk to you guys, uh, yeah. which was fucking awesome. But especially, yeah, especially with everyone being trapped at home, most people anyway being trapped at home, we thought we'd talk yeah. about 
streaming services, how good they are, how helpful they are, what shows we like from them, and we might as well save Mandalorian until we've at least talked a bit about the services, because otherwise we'll just only talk about Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, about, okay, don't know so if you want to start us off, Ryan, seeing as we've both had a story, thought might well lead off to oh, you. Wait, what? Oh, God, now here we go. <laughs> On the spot now. Uh, I don't know, I don't know how to start now with Mandalorian, other than it's just fucking awesome. I mean, like, very I, I must admit, I, I'd lost a lot of hope. Like, my Star Wars kind of... Uh, as a kid, mm. Star Wars was my thing. I was like, space, lasers, you know. And like, there's yeah, a bunch of kids like, oh, what about what about Lord of the Rings? I'm like, nah, it's not my ideal. Star Wars is mine. And then, yeah, like, like not the end of my secondary school life, and I was like, ah. Somebody said, watch Lord of the Rings. I watched Lord of the Rings. I'm like, no, this is the shit. This is better than this is better than any of these, like Star Wars. So watched all the Star Wars. Obviously, for me, it was more the um, prequels that I'd watched. I'd watched them when I was younger, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I went to the and cinemas far too many times to watch the prequels. It's ridiculous how many times I, I watched it. We were all kids when they came out. What year was Phantom Menace? 2000... 99. 99. Christ. It's irritating. <laughs> I would have only been about two then. And there's so many good fit. Well, that's crazy. Phantom Menace is obviously questionable. I, I think if you actually look at it, it's, it's definitely it's, got some very good scenes at the very. I mean, least, compare like, it to the latest films, like scene-wise, it's definitely a winner. It's it's uh, one of those things where politics. like people people complain okay. about the the prequel trilogy quite a lot, but they have. I mean, obviously, the original trilogy will always hold um, hold close to me because I grew up watching that with my dad when I was a kid, and it's always kind of close to me. But the prequel trilogy was some of the like the first movies that I I fully got invested in when I was a kid because I think I went to see Episode One like five times in the cinemas, like literally like mm. a week, one week <laughs> after one week, just constantly went back to watch it just because it we enjoyed it so much. And we, I think That's we, all, seen. I think we all agree best lightsaber fight and music score together all in one of that movie will be the Duel of the Fates, Darth Maul, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. By far best fight um, of all the movies. Yeah. We, we were talking about it the other day and I would say that I prefer the, um, the final duel in between uh, Anakin and uh, Obi-Wan. But I actually went mm. back and I watched the I watched the Phantom Menace, the Attack of the Clones, and the Revenge of the Sith all over again um, the other week. So good. And I must admit, the lightsaber fight. I think there's just something about it. it there's just the dynamic and just the way it's, it went down is so good. For on me, the first it's, film. yeah. For me, it's the way Qui Gon and Obi Wan. You can tell the thing that I like about Qui Gon and Obi Wan in that first movie is they don't give you the exposition of how long they've worked together. They show you through the way they way they work together and fight together. When they say they're going to yeah, do yeah. something, they don't question each other because they trust each other like ir- irreversibly. Like, they will always trust each other because they got that bond. And then when you're watching them fight, yeah. they are yeah. able to instantly start a fight, go into it without even saying who's doing what because they know. And work they, together. Yeah, they, you even yeah. see bits like um, when they're on the walkways... Um, Obi-Wan fakes out for Qui-Gon to jump in and then Obi flanks around and they don't say anything. They don't even look at each other. They're just so in tune. And I, I, That's some of the things I love from that from yeah. that movie. I think when it comes well, think, down um, to battles, it's got to be, that's my number one. Uh, well, I'd probably say that in the final duel between Anakin and Obi-Wan's definitely there. Like, they're both number one yeah. for me. Anakin, Anakin yeah. Obi-Wan is number two for me because one, the sheer emotion of it, like, 
the fight that they've got. Yeah. I think I'm sure as well. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm sure the composition that they use throughout their fight pulls in bits from episode one, episode two, and episode three, and then also the it's dark totally Anakin does. goes. I'm sure it also uses some of Darth Vader's theme as well. Which I love yeah. when compositions yeah. do that for like big moments. So like Metal Gear Solid did that for Metal Gear Solid Four, the final fight. You do the fist fight using all the different music, and that's cool. But I I also love it. Did you um? Have you ever seen the, like the behind the scenes of the fight between Obi and Anakin and how they they actually did that at full speed? That was them doing it at yeah. full speed. Yeah, I The amount of lightsabers they went through and broke was just insane. They literally like they do they do. Just... The, Oh, go on, Ali. Sorry. I was going to say one one specific part of that fight. I just I can remember thinking about it. Is I swear there's a bit where they're basically just both stood there facing each other and just both swinging wildly. Yep. It's it's the like, it just it? Like they're hacking at each other, but like it's almost like symmetrical fighting, yeah. but really hard. So I I can tell just from that i can believe that they must have gone through so many of the fucking like prop lightsabers to yeah, do the fight i think when i watched it on the behind the scenes they would just basically say yeah they they'd do like a take and then they'd have to give the prop off to the uh, the prop makers who were on site for them to fix the lightsabers and get them ready for the next concurrent takes because they think that they literally said i think like after each take unless it was a short take after each like take because they do it in long sections because they knew the pretty much the whole thing by heart um, after each take, it would be yeah, bent, yeah. And they'd have to hand it off, get it fixed, bring it back. Because obviously, if it's bent, then it can cause issues for the CGI guys. Because obviously, the lightsabers were all yeah. completely CGI. Yeah, the, the, the yeah, main yeah. tool was just used as like their guide for when yeah. they were doing stuff like that. I wonder, uh, I I wonder think, how many yeah, bruises yeah, they, 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 they had. I wonder how many bruises they had after oh, those fights. <laughs> they must have hit each other quite a few times. I think because with that leading back into the streaming. I think with the fact that this is that's something we saw in the golden age as such of um, cinema. Je- no, of Jedi. Oh, I mean, Jedi. So sorry. in the Star Wars story. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously we're going to be getting a Obi Wan Kenobi, and that's, that's going to be, awesome. be in between the time where he finishes off Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Yeah. So it's going to be all that time. Obviously, we're getting Ewan McGregor back, which I think. Nobody I, can complain about. I at fucking all. love you and McGregor. Yeah, that'd be great. Like, good for continuity as well, to be honest. Just yeah. like a lot of the time when these kind of shows get made, where like, oh, it's X character but younger. There's often a recast, and that's not a bad thing. Like a lot of the time, there's sometimes a surprising choice, and then it turns out they're really good. But it's like at the same time, it's really cool that they've got the person who's consistent. Well, apart from obviously in the original trilogy, but like at that point, (laughs) the age difference, it's kind of allowed, but it's really cool that they've got him. The thing is the way they've done it is they picked him and he actually looks, you actually look at the side by side images of him and Alec Guinness. It's it's uncanny. Alec McGuinness. Yeah. When he, when he was younger, Alec McGuinness did look quite dashing to the same of like, yeah. I mean, going, and I think, Sorry, go on, Ryan. I think that's where they've looked out with these films is because the way, obviously, they filmed when they did five, six, seven. No, wait. Four, five, yeah. six. No, four, five, four, five, six. Because they did four, five, six first, even though it's like to every anybody normal, it just seems completely bizarre. But the fact that they filmed them in that order uh, and then they went mm. back to before then is given them, is, they've looked out on that because then obviously they don't need to get a 
younger Obi-Wan because it was already a younger Obi-Wan they'd cast. And yeah. fortunate for them, they were able to yeah. cast someone who was perfect. Yeah. And I think with these two things is like there's a lot of more iconic characters now from the prequels. Now we've got to the sequels that people are noticing. Mm. So, and there's a lot more iconic note moments. So obviously before everyone had quote the old star Wars quotes, like I, I don't know any of them cause it wasn't really my set of films. I've got a bad feeling about this. Yeah. Stuff like that. But it's, then so, now, it's all about Han Solo's. I love you. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but then now we've got, we've got shit like, hello there. And stuff oh, like that. No, don't, don't you dare knock on that. Hello there. So uncivilized. <laughs> oh, man. Honestly, some of the quotes of the decade, definitely. That, well, most mean, of them are you. I was gonna say that gif of you McGregor in the from when they drop into like the the kind of speeder car thing and he's just kind of like dancing around <laughs> in the car. I love if, that gif so much. Have you, seen, have you seen it where somebody's because it's a green screen, they've got like the yeah. footage he's doing that and they've just edited him onto the whole film, like the whole series of films. So he's there. He's like there's, I liked, there's, there's a good one someone did with that where it's him dancing around and they've just put him like in the background of the pod race. <laughs> now this is pod racing. <laughs> See, iconic. Oh, iconic. I realise we're going into kind of just we're just discussing memes now. But have you seen the one where they dubbed Anakin from Episode One into Episode Three, where it's like, "I'll do a flip. That's a cool trick. <laughs> Don't try it." Yippee! <laughs> <I've seen laughs> I need to watch that. I'm gonna have to find that. There's some, there's some, so there's some great memes from that stuff. Like just because of the child Anakin, like the amount of, yeah. I think they dubbed him over the entirety. Shit. The third one, didn't they? At one point, he he, uh, they dubbed him over Darth Vader. Yeah, I've seen. That I one. think. Sorry, go I on, think man. we need to think about it though. With that kid, he actually got bullied for that role. Like he went to school afterwards after playing that role, and he got bullied. Like he he's like he I think he's in a psychiatrist like he's in a mental hospital really? now. Yeah, gonna, yeah, I'm gonna a, a Google this. Yeah, I was I, gonna say I I seem to recall seeing him on like just some article of like child stars now they've grown up and yeah. I he still looks the same he look, just just looks like yeah. that kid but older. Well, obviously he is that kid but older but like his facial features are really the same like yeah. he's got kind of like sort of squashed features a little bit. Definitely. If that makes yeah. sense. He's got quite yeah, a yeah. wide face. And he yeah, still I, does. I was watching this thing and it was like he, he basically comes out as like some of the stuff I had to deal with, and I think he just lost it at one point. And it, you, you can't blame him. It's so mm. bad because even the guy who played Jar Jar Binks, he got death threats. And it's like Rightly it's so. not his fault. He didn't write <laughs> the character. He didn't write the no, character no. thing, isn't it? It's like you can't people get too people get too wrapped up. I remember um, just speaking of child stars as well. Um, I remember hearing it. I think it might be on the radio or TV. It was years and years. Um, the kid that played Draco Malfoy in the Harry Potter films, like kids used to just like cry when they'd see him. Like that must be um, difficult playing the bad guy. Like people just hate you. <laughs> I've um I've just oh, found okay. the Wikipedia article for his name is Jake Lloyd, the uh, original um Anakin Skywalker. So it wasn't that he went to a psychiatric facility for um the bullying and things like that. Um turns out he was arrested in South Carolina 
under the name of oh. Jake Broadbent for reckless driving, driving without a license, and resisting arrest. He failed to stop for a red light when she initiated a high-speed yeah. chase. His bail was 10700 um, and he was released on bail. And then in April 2016, after being kept for 10 months without trial in Colleton County Detention Centre, Lloyd was transferred from jail to a psychiatric facility. Schizophrenia was the given reason. Mm. It, I don't think, I don't think what he went through as a kid helped. <laughs> I w- was you waiting to say, now this is pod racing that entire time, Ollie? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh well, I, mean, like, I was thinking about it with like the car chase, and, like, and then uh, he went to, I think, a schizophrenia. It's like, but was it pod racing? <laughs> maybe that's why they I got like, feel bad. Like, maybe that's why they got a bit of sus because they were there chasing him, and he's just hanging his head out the window, screaming, "This is pod racing!" <laughs> he keeps, he keeps like pushing his hand at them like this, hoping that the car will just like stop or something. <laughs> yeah, he should have pulled a Sebulba and pulled some little piece of like engine and just thrown it in the car, and it would have blown up. And he could have gotten away. <laughs> it would have gone in the air intake. It would have gone straight through the pistons. That's it. Job done. <laughs> exactly. I mean, get a bit back on more on track here, though. What we were talking about was obviously streaming services. Um, <laughs> well, we, well, we, <laughs> yeah. what, we've, what we've got to look forward to, especially now, is we've got the new Obi Wan series. We've just had the Mandalorian come out like we were originally talking about, which is it's definitely rekindled my love for Star Wars. I mean, I watched yeah. it, um, I'd watched the first Force Awakens, and like many people, or at least a fair few, I, I just sort of I thought it was it. okay. Yeah, don't me wrong, it wasn't a bad film. Uh, the actors were I wasn't all... going away, but it was all right. It was all See, right. I, I'm, I think I was of the, the, the class that I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, there were some dodgy moments, but that was the same with episode one for me. There were dodgy moments in that, but I think it's one of those mm. things where, like, even though there's bad Star Wars movies, I still really Star love Wars the movies. Show. I still really enjoy watching them. Yeah. I understand the negatives. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to stand and have a debate with someone about the technicality of the movie and how it's made and how it's written and say they're perfect because they are not. But you no. could put any of the Star Wars movies on in front of me and I would happily sit and watch them all the way through with no issues. I couldn't say any. I mean... like Not episode eight. Oh, that was a fucking dumpster fire. Vegas, I think was it was good. It, it had potential. Yeah, it just felt a bit samey, like it felt like they were doing but to be honest, I think it's been such a long time since we'd released a Star Wars film to be doing it again. They were a bit more, and they're not George Lucas either. So they're like, yeah. oh, well, like, I think, I think we've talked about this. Yeah, I think we've talked about this before. Where I don't think it was George Lucas that brought the magic. It was the actors that brought the magic. You had Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher. They were all mm. very distinctive actors. They all knew how to play their characters because they they would they would really oh, they read into the characters. characters. Yeah. They were the ones that were saying to George Lucas and the scriptwriters and the writers of the stories, like, we don't think the character would react this way. Like, Han Solo originally, I think in the original cut, was meant to get shot at by Guido and then get shot back. I remember reading, I could be wrong, I remember reading that. And then Han Solo was like, Harrison was like, but he's a scoundrel who he did fights yeah. when he, he he would have always shot first and we're not talking about the stupid fucking cgi changes that were made hand shot oh first <laughs> there were like three different iterations of that one cgi thing as the, well the best like, the best one is when so his neck does this <laughs> yeah, his head just kind of like, elongates off his neck it looks like a physics glitch right, in the like, game or something where like the ragdoll's gone wrong yeah <laughs> i think I think what you've got to think though is there's not many directors which should do that. 
I don't think there's many who, no. would, who would allow them to have such an impact with the characters. And I think yeah. I think George Lucas is very misunderstood with the way he puts stuff across. But keep mm. let's try and keep on track here. We keep we keep just starting to talk about Star Wars now. We'll just call this the stuff. There's a lot to talk about. Oh, there is a lot um, to talk yeah. about. <laughs> yeah, so then I watched Last Jedi the other week. Uh, ooh. Ooh. We I haven't again. seen it yet. So I, 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 I haven't seen it. The Last, the last Jedi yeah. negates an episode of the podcast in entirety, in my opinion, because... Yeah, we, we, we'll, have to, we'll do a Star Wars one at some point. We'll yeah. just sit here and we'll talk about the whole Star Wars one. And then we're all caught up. Carl's caught up yeah. on Mandalorian. I need to still watch uh, episode nine, and then we're... Yeah, I want to. I want it, to rewatch those anyway. So, I'm feeling. I'm feeling. I'm going to be sitting through and watching all of them in like just a bit of a marathon again. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mm. think. I think especially now they've they've got some people actually know what they're doing making TV series for them. I mean, the Man- TV it would, shows are just. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise good. me if they go, "Yo, Kevin Feige, you want to do some movies for us as well?" Well, they've got what's mm. his name? You know, the guy who did Four Ragnarok, um, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. He's yeah. doing. He's doing one of the films. That'd be good. He's oh, really? Because he's yeah. he's yeah he's very good at mixing the dark humor with the the lightheartedness without it like clashing. But I think that's I, like I, think I mean going to the whole the whole streaming thing. I think that's been one of the one of the best things, especially with with most of us being trapped in. Is let's face it, a lot of us have access to multiple streaming services. I don't actually Definitely. pay for. I don't watch live yeah, TV yeah. at all. So I I have literally Netflix. I have Disney. Yeah. I have Prime. So. I've got the same issue that people used to have where there's a thousand channels and nothing to watch, whereas now I go on something, it's like there's just so much to fucking watch and I don't know what, but I have been more going (laughs) to Disney Plus because I'm watching for all Marvel as well. And yeah, seeing... It's great with all these services where I can see movies that I wouldn't necessarily want to watch in cinema and actually like put some time in and watch them. I'm trying to remember those... Obviously, there was Extraction on Netflix, which is fucking great because it's literally John Wick, but Chris Hemsworth slaps a ch- slaps a child and says "piss off." It was brilliant. I saw it. I saw somebody like mention that on a video the other day. And I was like, mm, "I might watch that." It's, it looks it's quite great. good. There's, yeah. there's there's a brilliant scene in that where there's this one uh, really long long take. Obviously, if you watch a lot of movies and you know how they do the cutting, you will be able to see. Oh, that's where they've probably cut mm. it for that scene. But it all plays out like yeah. one long take. It's like like fifteen minutes long. Or so. It feels really Jesus. long. But yeah. I always end up going back to that bit where Chris Hemsworth Hemsworth slaps this kid. It's so fucking funny because, like, it's just the middle of the night. This kid comes up. uh, Something happens. I don't want to spoil the story, but he literally just goes, bang, piss off straight around this kid's face. And I I had to pause the video. I had to pause the movie. I was laughing so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I said... You go ahead. Go ahead, Bron. No, no, you go I was just going to say... Going back to Taika Waititi, I watched that uh, Jojo Rabbit recently. I don't think I've seen a bad um, Taika Waititi film. There was one I watched, and I is can't for the life of what it's called. The vampire. Which one, sorry? Is it the vampire one? No. Uh, I didn't even realise it was like, so and that, that me It's about a kid that gets lost in like the wilderness with some guy, and I cannot remember what it was called. See, I think um, I've only watched... Yeah, I think I've only watched the... Um... The one movie from him, which was for Ragnarok, I don't think I've ever actually watched um, any other movie from him. But I do love Ragnarok. I just love his uh, voice acting for um, Ragnarok. Very good. I love his voice acting with what's his name. Very funny. My name's Korg, or whatever his name is. (laughs) 
We're going to get on that spaceship. Want to come? Yeah. Uh, he's got, he's yeah, got he's, he's, he's really funny in JoJo as well. Yeah. He, he's he's, he's got, got robot. Yeah. In uh, what's it called? Uh, Mandalorian. You know the IG unit. Yeah, he's yeah. The he's the voice of that. Yeah, it's cool. But I love the. Uh, he's like, oh, he's got knife hands. It it seems to me you had a very close and intimate relationship with this hammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've oh, only I've, I've only but, actually watched. Glory. Yeah, he's the IG unit, the one that Which becomes the nanny. You know the bounty hunter robot that turns the into the nanny. Bounty hunter, the IG unit. You know, like the big. It's basically got the really long. Oh wait, so. No, no, I know the one you mean, but was it Taika Waititi and then it was... Um, Richard Ayoade did Richard Ayoade did a different robot. Remade one. Oh, was it a different robot? That was yeah, Richard Ayoade did Zero from The Prisoner Escape. No, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I remember now. Um, but what I was just going to say with Taika Waititi, like in Jojo Rabbit, like <laughs> he plays Hitler, but Hitler in the form of this one kid's... It basically, like, I won't, I won't spoil the story, but the idea is just this kid's obsessed with Hitler and the Nazi party, so his imaginary friend is Hitler. But Taika Waititi is Hitler, and he makes pretty... I would say he makes about 5% effort to put a German accent on, and the rest <laughs> is just his Kiwi accent, and it's absolutely amazing. <laughs> but, like... That's the best part, though, because it's just such a disrespect to Hitler, and it's like, yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. To be honest, all the characters in that film, a lot of them uh, are clearly... I looked up some of them. There's a girl in it um, that's from New Zealand. Um, you wouldn't know she was, to be fair. She did quite a good job of doing a kind of accent. The kid kind of speaks with... I think the kid might have been Kiwi as well, but, like, I watched it on uh, Prime. I don't think it's streaming yet. It was... Um, I had to buy it, but I highly recommend it. That was a funny, but, again... With it being Taika Waititi, it was ri- mostly pretty funny, and then there were like some kind of dark, serious moments in it, and it was yeah. it was really good. I, I recommend it. There is one yeah. thing that I have just found out about Taika Waititi, Taika Waititi that is a blemish on his track record. What's he that? Oh. he directed five episodes of the American show The Inbetweeners, uh, which was a ripoff of the UK show of the same name which was yeah. already trash before it was then Americanified. So that... I, 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 I'll have to argue with you on that one. Like, Don't get me wrong. Oh, I don't yeah. know between us now. I can't go back and watch that because it's just incredible. The, the, the way I saw it was... Yeah, the, but the, as a kid, when I was that age, it was funny. The first series, when you're that age, was good. Mm. The rest of it would just became shock factor and stupidity. There was yeah. no creativity in the writing. Yeah. There was no creativity in the comedian effect. It was literally just <gasps> something stupid happens, and now he is going to do yeah. something stupid because it's the reason why I can't watch. Um, yeah. like have you ever watched? Um, oh, what's it? There's the guys who wrote Seinfeld and oh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Have you ever watched a show called I've Curb Your Enthusiasm? I've never watched it. I know of it. So, um, an ex of mine fucking loved Curb Your Enthusiasm. And I was like, okay, I'll try it out because apparently it's by one of the greatest comedic writers who did like Seinfeld and things like that. So I was watching it and there's some funny moments, but it's just most of the humor in that mo- in that um, series is just, surely he's not going to do this really, really stupid thing that any person with one fucking IQ would know not to do. Oh, look, he's gone and done it. And that's yeah. where all the humour comes from. Oh, it's so silly. 
Yeah, I don't like it when humour is derived from someone doing a stupid decision. I like humour when it's derived from actual smart responses to people doing something stupid it's... or just smartly written humour. Not not yeah. lashing at, like not jumping out at Americans, but that is very much their comedy as well. Yeah, I think that yeah, very that's obvious. Where it's coming from is Big Bang Theory. Oh. I mean, you don't like Bazinga. American. Oh, just, yeah. <laughs> I, America, I like, don't see as many American stand-ups. I mean, I don't think you. I, I, I've never really asked. I've them. seen some good ones actually. There I are have some good seen ones, yeah. some good ones. There, Dave there, Chappelle actually. Dave Chappelle. Oh yes. Fucking mm. fun. Just you know, sprinkle I mean, some crack on him, and we'll be done with it. If you look at like, the, the if you look at the golden age, yeah. UK comedians. I mean, we've had like I know he's not everyone's cup of tea, but you got Peter Kay, you've got Frankie Boyle. You've got uh, Mickey Flanagan. Uh, well, it's, it's just a, the list goes oh, on. Yeah, you, you can you can reel the list forever. People who are amazing stand-up comedians, and even if you don't like their comedy, they are clearly successful. Like Peter Kay's the mm. biggest. Like he's probably one of the biggest comedians ever. Yeah, I think the thing I disliked probably, about yeah. I actually with Peter Kay, his writing, like for his shows and stuff, I did actually quite enjoy. When he's given the time to oh. really sit down and write out a funny show, he does nice. it well. But but when he does stand up, it's just one of those ones where it's like, nah, this is just humour that I've probably already heard, I feel like I've heard before. Um it, going to fine, isn't it? That's what yeah. it is. But going to American uh, comedians, there's one that I found recently that I'm just trying to find the name of for you guys because he is, it, he is made... the guy who did the Russian story? No, no, no. He's he, another one. He he cracked me up. He made he made that joke of the machine became like an in joke with my, all of my like friends I used to hang out with. That's how much that, that had was, an impact. Oh, the machine. The machine. I, yes. The machine. The machine. Yes. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. So, so we hear you're the machine. You party with us tonight? Fuck that bitch. Yeah, I The one, the one I'm trying to think of is a guy called Brad Williams. Um, he he's um dwarf. He's got dwarfism. So like all of his shows are called things like Fun Size and things like that. But he's probably I've one. Seen of, him. He's probably one of the he, funniest comedians I've seen from America in recent times. And he, I was sitting just on YouTube, just watching clips of some of his shows. I was pissing myself mm. with laughter and. A lot of American comedians can't do that for me, but mm. that that just really had me. Like there was one bit where he's on about um, he's taking the piss out of how guys don't know how to pull girls' hair when they're having sex, and he just goes full on in detail. Like, so what you need to do? You need to get the back of the neck, crawl up, and get a handful, and then squeeze. Don't just fucking pull on the ends like a fucking horse. And he goes in, and he, <laughs> he goes like in detail. Like, see, I've got I've got a fucking standing position here. Unlike you guys, where you're on your knees and you see the guy like start putting his leg up, and the girls like, oh, he's changing position. No, he's not. He's just fucking tired. I can just stand and pump, and I can fucking go forever. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, like with with. Uh comedians i think that's something that is missing is we've got streaming services so you've got disney pluses for all the disney owned franchises uh you'll go to Crunchyroll for animation um and there's a few others for your anime um amazon prime's got quite a good um it's getting right, better for sure amazon, you know, amazon, think the great thing about amazon prime that i like um and some people dislike this but 
they've got some decent choice and they've got some of the more obscure things that you can't find on like Netflix and other things but the thing I do like is even if they don't have it available a lot of the time they still have it available for rent or to buy yeah Yeah. because that's what I did with um Into the Spider-Verse I couldn't get it anywhere and I couldn't get a physical copy because it just they weren't printing them and it was on uh, Amazon Prime 4k um HDR for 10 pounds so I was like I'm I'm not going to grumble at that yeah there is one problem with Amazon Prime, and I'd say that's the viewability. I don't. F- I think the user interface. Oh, it's terrible. The Amazon Prime system is awful because it's, it's just running awful. through Amazon still. Yeah, and really. What yeah, they- it's a shopping site ultimately, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, they need to work on something oh, like. Do you guys Netflix. use it? Do you guys use it through a browser or through like a TV or anything? Uh, browser. Oh, you can oh, get it on I TV. On so I've because we only recently got a smart TV. So all right. So I've mm. used it through a browser. I've used it through my PlayStation, and um, at my work address, I have a Fire Stick as well. And mm. the bra- the interface is definitely better on like a PlayStation or their Fire Stick. Yeah. But it is still yeah like at least like a generation or two behind Netflix and that's the thing I like Disney Plus has obviously done is they've obviously gone and looked at things like um Netflix and like Prime Netflix, and just yeah. taken the best of both because there are yeah. some good things yeah, that Prime yeah. does um and I tend to find the recommendations on Prime are better than what Netflix recommends I'm not sure why if that's my yeah. own personal um, happenings, but whenever I watch something on Netflix, say I've watched, um, I think it was when I was watching Neon Genesis, and it was like, oh, you may like this, and it was... Seven uh, Deadly Sins. That's yeah. like, it tells everyone, Seven Deadly Sins. I'm like, no, I don't want, I don't want to watch that. It went, it, went, it gave me Seven Deadly Sins, and then it gave me uh, that, what was it, Neo Yokio, that shitty one that Will Smith's son was in. It's like, oh, it was like I'm sorry, yeah, but that's you've that got one. you've got Neon Genesis, which is a massive existential, um, a yeah, a masterpiece of existential dread, and then Neo Yokio. They are fucking nothing alike. Why is this being recommended to me? You've got Madoka Magica on Netflix well, now. Why is that not recommended? <laughs> it's just because it's how, how can our eye? How can mirrors be real if our eyes aren't real? <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think there, there's there's positives and negatives to all of them because I find sometimes when I'm running on Netflix, you can find yourself just stuck in a loop where you're just looking at the same thing. So I'll look, it'll go, you're recommended. And I'll go, oh, this is all just the same as the anime recommendations it's given me. Yeah. Like, oh, I feel like it doesn't get a lot of new stuff lately as well. They, yeah, they have I, I, slowed well, down. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Though? Yeah, I've got a feeling it's yeah. being more difficult for them license-wise. That's why I think they're pumping more into their original stuff. Um the thing is, uh, with, yeah. with the how you're saying I can get stuck in a loop, I just don't understand why they have multiple ways of saying recommendations for you because they have recommendations for you, top picks for you, top picks mm. like this for you. for you. And so, yeah, same thing. It's like, look, just go recommended in this category recommended in this category go because i watch on netflix i've watched the witcher i watch anime and i watch action movies that's predominantly watch what i watch on netflix at the minute because i'm not watching it a lot so just have a recommended thing where you're yeah. recommended in action movies oh look there's um yeah. fucking london has fallen and all those kind of action movies and recommended in anime seven deadly sins because it's always there and then recommended oh and obviously um i also like to watch the uh 
the the documentary stuff about like um, murder mysteries and things like that, and then Madame Can. So you yeah. just give me recommended based on categories, and that would work really well, I think. And we Ryan's obviously had a bit of an emergency, so we'll we'll continue as as we are. Um, yeah. Do you, do you use? I'm guessing you use Disney Plus as well, um, Ollie, or are you just still I don't, to be honest. Because I was kind of annoyed with Mandalorian when they just completely withheld it from the UK. So yeah. I just streamed it because, I don't know, I just thought that was really shitty of them to just just withhold it from us for such a long... If it was like, I don't know, maybe a, a week, I kind of could have tolerated it, but it was a long time. I mean, I've got Christ, a feeling... When, I can't even remember when I watched Mandalorian. It was about... It was, a, it was, a, it was easily a month. But I think the reason why it was with, yeah. withheld for it so was a bit long, more than that, I think. yeah, I think the reason why it was withheld for so long is because Disney knew the beast they had. Disney knew how big their yeah. platform was going to be because it's not just Star Wars fans, it's not just Disney Princess fans, it wasn't just Marvel fans. And when you when you think about it, think of like three of the biggest movie movie products uh, over the past like couple of years you have disney you have with their movies uh like lion king uh, yeah you marvel stuff. aladdin all the marvel stuff and all the star wars stuff that pretty much encompasses the pixar stuff as well the there, pixar stuff yeah that pretty much mm. encompasses everyone so they had to yeah. do, they had to yeah. do their knowledge based off of everyone is going to have this streaming service so they had to put it out in certain areas first before unveiling it elsewhere and they also did the smart thing when they on when they did release it for everyone else um, I saw it was oh yeah it's going to be this day at midnight and it was yeah. like well yeah but they didn't put like GMT or PMT it was just midnight so that way then it could be a rolling release for everyone going forward mm. yeah, yeah although we did get delayed by about an hour up. yeah we got delayed by about an hour <laughs> you were the only person yeah, yeah. Who, you were you were the only person who was up and awake to to see that <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I had to wait yeah. till one o'clock, Disney. Where the fuck's my refund? <laughs> yeah. I pre-ordered yeah, I this. Mean, scary about that, though, is the fact that Disney owns so many franchises now. That's in another the entertainment thing series. Little... Yeah, it's getting it it's getting a bit, a bit like, monopoly. I mean, what if Star Wars was still Lucasfilm? We we could have had the... a completely different set of new films if they did come out, because there were there were actually plans that George Lucas gave to them, but they didn't use. That's what I They're beginning to feel really. like TV, Facebook slash Google in that whole yes. kind of conglomerate. They feel like this all-encompassing company that are just kind of picking up everything. I don't mind as long as they're making good content. I ultimately don't really care. But it's yeah. like it's kind of you're slowly losing some diversity. I think, and it's yeah. you like you should care though because yeah, there's laws to yeah. stop this, and it just seems to be happening, and nobody's really saying anything because they've basically got Fox. Um, obviously, it's just like this is ridiculous how much they actually own, and nobody's saying anything. And it's, it's yeah, very scary because we could get to a point where the only content you actually get is Disney, and then yeah, you, that's it. Are you gonna get any like yeah. ac proper action films anymore? No, you're not. I think one of the no. things that um worries me is how somehow Disney are able to change copyright laws. So there's yeah. a copyright law. I've, I've just been trying to find the name of this copyright law that I can't find, but it works across a lot of mediums like music, uh, movie, and things like that. Yeah. And I think it goes based off like 
Again, this is I don't have the official thing in front of me, so I'd not get the might not get the right numbers, but I'm sure it's along the Just lines of yeah. So I'm sure it's along the lines of after some after an IP has been created, fifty years after that IP is created or song has been created, it moves into fair use. So people are allowed yeah. to pick it up and reappropriate it. That's why you're able to get covers of like Elvis songs, and they don't have to pay the Elvis estate because it's now in fair use. Um, I think mm. you can um, do something like to maybe pay the copyright to be extra or something, but I'm not 100% sure on that. But I, remember, or, you know, but, yeah, but I remember reading somewhere or watching a video somewhere on YouTube where they're on about how all of the Disney characters uh, that were originally made uh, were coming up for fair use, like Mickey Mouse, like Donald Duck, like Goofy. And basically, Disney in their big evil suits went to like state or law or something and basically made them go, mm. No, we are not allowing our characters to be fair use because we don't want people using them in their own stuff, which could defa- de- uh, deface our name. So they've yeah. somehow skirted that law and their stuff is not allowed to be used in fair use. Um, it's something that's, I'll have to look into a bit that, more to talk no. about. Is artists actually do like if they do Disney art and they work for Disney, um, they can actually like all their art, the work they do whilst they work for Disney is owned by Disney. That's, that's why normally, that's normal in any companies though. That's normally yeah, any company. But that's why a bunch of them just do yeah. porn in their free time. So Disney is just gonna have like this mountains and mountains of fucking porn that people have drawn, like hentai style stuff for Disney characters. They own that shit. That's Disney. Yeah. I bet you the way they archive stuff as well, it won't get deleted because they'll have it all backed up on multiple places. <laughs> what if we get to a point in society where that's acceptable and they're like, yo, we could monetize this shit and we could, we could send this out, boys. We could they'll send they'll, this be, out. Like, um, they'll sounds... be like, um, oh, go on, Ali, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, you say it sounds like a ridiculous future now, but then the future we're living in right now, if you told me 10 years ago, I would not have believed you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you remember, give it five, ten years, have you, possible. Any of you guys seen the, the Merchant from Resident Evil 4? No, I'm uh, not it's, it's, it's the meme of the think... guy, what are you buying? <laughs> that is yes, literally going to be yes. some guy who works at Disney out the back door with all of those images. What are you buying? He's just going to show you all yeah. the images. <laughs> I think, honestly, for myself, like, I, I, I don't like Disney at all. I, I'll put that out there. I don't, I don't it's trust that whole big evil corporation. It's the same with, like, EA. It's just yeah. like, it's about money. Yeah. yeah, it's well, EA, um, Sony, with when it comes to like music copyright and the way. Oh, they're militant. They are ridiculous that? on that stuff. They are ridiculous. Can you remember? I this, mean, the whole what's his name? Where it's just Sony all over, it and you're like, Ugh. oh, is that the Venom movie? By any chance? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It was the. It was the. Um, I've not watched Venom. I've not yet either. It was the <laughs> last one with <laughs> Andrew Garfield. What was that? Sorry. Um, with it was what last one with Andrew Garfield in it where it was oh the amazing in. Spider-Man yeah 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 where like his dad's there like you see his dad in a flashback oh look he's got a Sony computer nobody uses Sony yeah. computers no the, the biggest the biggest no. Sony computer slap them the, <laughs> the biggest issue with that with those two movies wasn't the product placement for me wasn't anything else 
He used fucking Bing as a search engine. No one fucking uses Bing as a search engine. (laughs) It makes me sick. Yeah. It's like, yeah. have you, have you, you get, seen? Do you use it at work? You just sit there, and you go. No, no, no. Have you seen the um? Oh. There's the college humor videos, which is a uh, if Google was a guy, and at the end of one of them, it's yeah. Bing, and he's just there in like a Zen office, and there's no cue to his door. It's like, come on in, guys. We're ready to help you, whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, See, I actually, love those videos. It's kind of like um, Google. They have basically just completely. I know they're not buying everything up, but they've just completely dominated the search they, engine. They bought a lot. And what have they got? They've got YouTube. I think they own a lot of Facebook, or rather they're all kind of intertwined now, I think. What have you been saying that? I've, I'm not 100% I want to say Google, Google and Facebook. Have, uh, it's not like it's not on the same level as like Google and YouTube, because obviously, yeah. well, that's Google's full integration. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, here we, like, here we go. Here we go. Here we go, guys. So... Google owns. So I think that the actual company name is Alphabet Inc. It was originally founded as a search engine company in 1998 under the name Google Inc. Uh, most popular search engine, blah, blah, blah. They, they own Nest, which is the smart home products. Um, this is one thing that really fucking annoys me. So they own DoubleClick, which is the ad management and ad servicing solutions, which is what YouTube uses yet they're always causing massive ad problems. It's like, you own the fucking advertisement yeah. company. Um, Looker... YouTube is a mess. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's just, just another company who are just out there for money. Yeah. I mean, the CEO yeah. and the head of the business can come out as many times as they like and spout some bullshit about how they actually care about the content creators, but we all know yeah. they're getting some fat stack in their wallet, and they don't care. Yeah. And frankly, it's so it transparent as well. It's like, just stop. Everyone knows you're bullshitting yeah. us. I, I'd much more care. prefer it if the CEO just came out and went, I don't fucking care about you guys. I'm just making money. I don't give a shit. The product's cool and all, but as long as I get paid, I don't care. I'd prefer it if a CEO this came out and was honest. This is a plastic chair, and it's really hard and like horrible to sit on. But with the amount of money I earn from fucking you lot over, I can make a perfectly nice cushion out of money. They're just there placing that sort of dollar notes. just like, mm, oh, this is really comfy, guys. All right, well, um, we're coming up to near closing time, so I know we said before this we wanted to talk about the, um, just to finish off, I want to talk about the silliness and hilarity that is ensuing based off of quarantine hairstyles, quarantine haircuts, and quarantine beards. So I think I'm one of the lucky ones because of the way my hair is. I can just shave all of this and not have to worry this is a mess, but I can just <laughs> shave this and I'm done. I don't have to worry about it. But I don't know how you guys are handling it. So <laughs> I'm okay. I've I have had a quarantine haircut from Danny. It was I think she did a pretty good job. Um, I, when I can't when when we did it, I think it was like I don't know, maybe it's probably kind of like three four weeks ago now, and it's it's looking okay. It's getting a little messy, but like it's all right. I'm not thinking shit. I need a haircut. Please uh, tell me at one beard, point. I mean, Please tell me at one point during a haircut, she was like behind doing like any like trimmers stuff and just went shit just to scare you. <laughs> she didn't know. No, she didn't. I, I trusted her, and to be honest, I think she was so focused on doing it right, she did, she wasn't in the frame of mind to make a joke. <laughs> so I think she was she was equal equal parts 
terrified to do it and kind of excited. Like she did loads of research, watched YouTube videos of like all the right things to do. And she actually did a really good job to be fair. Um, and I'm, I think, I think I'm looking all right. <laughs> and my beard's doing fine anyway. In fact, my beard's looking better than it has for quite a while actually. Cause I have a terrible, terrible habit of pulling my beard hair out and I get bald spots here, uh, inside my chin. And, uh, since this whole thing with the lockdown, I, I don't know why, just I haven't been doing it. And my beard's like looking fuller than ever. So I'm not complaining. What about, what about you, win. Ryan? How's yours going? Uh, I've got very fine hair, so it, it's getting long very now. Fine. So it's starting to push it. Um, but is I'm going to keep holding on. Is the bald patch still there? It's not looking too long. Oh, it, it, it's, it's still there. It's still there. You don't need to remind Nobody needs to remind me of that. <laughs> Wait, what, what's still there? I just, it's from the, point, the bold it will patch. just all be coming off. It will all be coming oh. off. It's not, <laughs> see, it's not like, it's not, it's, it's not a bold patch. It's just, I've got a very fine hair. So yeah, it so looks it's awful when it's very long. Um, obviously, at the moment, I'm just, you know, I just get away with it. But it will get to a point where it's going to have to come off at some point. Hoping. I think- I think you should just do what some of the people I've seen do, where they just literally get the clippers and just go. Vroom. I, I did that to my dad. My dad's like, it. "I need my hair cut," and we it. just we just went to him and we were just we were just doing that. It was you great. Can, you can do it like the, uh, yeah. the stupid ASMR videos you see, where for some reason the barber speaks very closely to your ear, like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut cut, cut your hair for you now." <laughs> I'm going to cut the hair behind your left ear. <laughs> It's so like why? Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! I just hit my mic. Someone um, should do that. Actually, someone needs to make a haircut ASMR video, but in the middle of it, totally oh, spoil it. Just like, oh fuck! <laughs> oh god! Oh god! The clippers cut you! Oh shit! There's so much blood! Oh god! What do I do? Mama always said that was a failure. <laughs> It's that uh, it's that meme where it's like try to roll the sushi, turn the sushi into a mess, like your fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for me, man. for me though, like hair experiences during the lockdown has just been me going for like this mad mustache slash beard. I mean, it's working, I had the beard. Right? I'm, like, I'm digging the strong man look. I had the beard, and I was like. I got, uh, part of me was like, I was messaging my friends. I'm going, do I just shave it all off? And they were like, don't fucking do that because there are some images of me without a beard, and it's not a sight. It is, no, it's cursed, cursed images. That is, that's yeah. like you go to Google and you go to the second page, and that's what you find <laughs> is me without a beard, and you're like, <laughs> this. That's the weird thing. With my, that's the weird thing with my hair. Someone at the beginning of the podcast said. I am. I have an egghead. It's like, yes, I do. This is why I don't shave this bit because I have a very, very egg-shaped <laughs> head, and I don't want that to happen. This is why I always need some hair here. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, if I, to be fair, I, I look about forty. Well, probably not forty because my face is getting a bit wrinkly with age now. But like, I, I look maybe late teens if I shave my beard off, and it's, it's not a good time. Like yeah, thirty shaving beard off is, is it's a no go for me. I look like and my oh, I don't know where well, I look now. I, I'm I'm trying to keep up the Viking aesthetic, so I have to keep this. You're off it, man. You're always gonna win on that. Attire. I need I need to make some Viking shit, man, because my next uh, <laughs> tattoo is going to be sort of uh, Nordic style. So like I'm, I'm riding the Nordic wave at the moment. 
That's is cool. there any like can we think of any strongman style tattoos i could go and get just a fucking i need anchor. to get back in the gym first just get an anchor anchor get anchor. anchor and a leopard print like what uh like just body suit i love heart <laughs> more than in, an a, in a heart yeah that's it that's Boom, no, 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 what, what you need to do as well is you need to have you need to have the love heart and then have just a random name, and then cross that one out, and then have another random name, and then cross that one out. So that way that it just looks <laughs> like it's girlfriends that you're just crossing out over time. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Well, I think well you, people have called me out on that head. one because they know it's not true because I'm a single as fuck. Well, I think what we'll have to do then, we'll we'll close off the uh, we'll podcast for now. We've, we've been at this for about an hour so. As you may have seen, if you've been watching, uh, we do now have a email for the Context Needed podcast. So if there's any subject matter you would like us to talk about, any interesting stories from history. Any uh, questions. Any questions you want to send our way, uh, please do. At the context, I'll say it correctly so that people can get this. It's contextneededpodcast at gmail.com. All of us have access to the email, so we'll be able to see any email that comes through there. So if you're going to send dick pics, yep. uh, warn us beforehand, and I'll make sure Ryan looks at them first. <laughs> <laughs> I will be leaking them. Uh, just a heads up. <laughs> but anyway, so from... They will go yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so from, from me and the other guys, uh, we will see you again. We're going to do this again on Saturday at 9pm GMT, so please get any of the questions or suggestions in, and thank you guys for listening. Mm. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Read next time. now. <laughs> That's it. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> cut, cut, cut stream. <laughs> see you later, guys. If you have any questions, queries, or interesting stories you'd like to hear us talk about at the Context Needed Podcast, you can get in touch at contextneededpodcast at gmail.com.